Welcome to Technology by Performix. I'm Ken Umansky, your host for our exploration of the world of technology today. We'll get a chance to hear Alexander's valuable insights and perspective on blockchain, its applications, trends, and its future. Mm-hmm. What do you think is happening in the world of blockchain? So, blockchain, um, I'm not a blockchain expert. And uh, no matter where you stand on the blockchain conversation, um, everyone has an opinion. It's kind of like politics, right? So there are, there are no safe statements to, to, to speak of. Um, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to currency, uh, in blockchain, there's perhaps Bitcoin, Ethereum, and then there's everything else, right? Um, when it comes to blockchain and money, I tend to think that sovereign countries and federal reserve banks do not like it very much when they lose their power and then when they lose their control. And so the moment blockchain becomes too popular, you see this in different countries around the world, countries tend to crack down on it and institute their own, uh, their own blockchain currency that they do have control over. So I would just, um, I would say, especially for non-Bitcoin Ethereum, um, you should definitely look at blockchain as extremely speculative um, and at your own risk. Uh, I do not spend a ton of time in that sphere because I know the way that humans work and power dynamics work, and I know nations will not give up their power over money to some, um, some cool coin. Uh, in terms of the rest of blockchain, the technology behind it is uh, of decentralization, security is extremely powerful and potent. Um, what you have, though, is you have a lot of sensationalism. Uh, we talked about Web 3.0 in the context of blockchain, fully distributed web. Well, yes, but in a way, the web is already distributed because anybody can host a web server on their home computer today, right? So um, blockchain just tries to take that to the next level, but ultimately it still runs on individuals' computers. And um, we all know what it was like uh, to have LimeWire and Napster when you try to find a a song versus now having the convenience of a, a music service that serves it up for you. So I happen to believe that there's room for both decentralization and centralization to coexist together. Um, And Web3 has gotten a bit of a a bad reputation in the market um, because it overhyped the promise uh, of blockchain on the web. And perhaps this this promise was very visionary, but um, very important in the life of an entrepreneur and visionary in a company is to not just see the future, but also understand the timing of the future. And so blockchain for the web, to make the web and transform the web into a decentralized reality uh, was perhaps overhyped and overpromised. And so a lot of investors are a little bit sore on the topic. Beyond that, blockchain holds uh, an important potential for the actual web three that is happening which is this transformation into an AI web. Uh, this is happening before our eyes. This is not, nobody has to raise money and say, I will make it happen. It's happening because nobody can stop it from happening. It's happening because 
it is the obvious way water will flow to its lowest point and lowest point of resistance. This is why it is happening. But in that world uh, of, of the interactive web, the AI web, blockchain can be potentially very powerful and very useful for content authorship and content signing. So in a world where AI can generate infinite amount of content, um, can imitate anyone, how do we know that you really said what you said? Hmm. Yeah. Right. And so this is an application of blockchain in which I see a lot of potential. Um, I see uh, a future where the internet can be both anonymous and not anonymous. Hmm. So if I am on LinkedIn, I do not want to be anonymous. I want people to know that I said those things. If I say make a prediction or something, I want to be on the record. And if somebody else wants to post under my name pretending to be me, I don't want that content to be out there. Or at least I would want people to be able to verify that it wasn't me who said it. And so when you have deep fakes and fake audio and fake everything, signing your content that really came from humans becomes a very existential need. I think blockchain is extremely well positioned uh, along with uh, smart contracts and similar technology to, um, to help solve that problem. So, um, so yeah, these are like the three angles of blockchain that are like, that, that I really see application beyond it. Blo the blockchain is really just the core technology, uh, the same way you would think about building blocks of the internet, like uh, TCP IP is a building block. Uh, you cannot lump the, the viral trend and the hype in, into the, the, the foundational technology, right? And so as a foundational technology, it will have many applications in the future, some of which we have not yet discovered. But from the three I mentioned, I definitely believe that um, content signing is um, is the most applicable, practical way for blockchain to get a stay in the sunlight and in a non-hyped way, actually make people money. Well, let me ask one last question. Uh, for everybody listening, where can they find out more information about both Inc. and any of the topics we discussed today? Yeah, I think the best way would be just uh, follow me on LinkedIn and or Twitter. My name is Alexander de Ritter. My handle is A-D-R-I-D-D-E-R, A-D Ritter. Uh, I frequently uh, post about or uh, work at the, both companies. Um, and um, and you will also find links to our company on, on, on there. Uh, our websites are inkforall.com, seo.app, content.app, and smith with a Y, dot AI. So uh, plenty of places to find me there. But one uh, LinkedIn or Twitter account, Alexander De Ritter, where I post about all of it. Alexander, thank you for joining us today. Um, it's been an enlightening conversation. And uh, will you come back soon? Because there's a lot more that we want to hear from you about AI and some of the trends in, uh, in, the, in that world. Anytime. Thanks again. You can find technology podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Google, and SoundCloud channels. And if you look for help with digital information, please consider Performix. So I hope to see you soon on our next technology podcast. Um, and thank you for your time today.